A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Settle your nerves. I don't have nerves. Are you ready to start recording? Yeah, we've been recording for 11 minutes. Let's go. Hello. 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 How's it going? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. I am good. I am well. Good. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. What's been happening? Ah, not much, to be honest. It's been, been a good week. Just ticking along. Standard week? Watched a lot. Yeah, a standard week. Watched a lot of rugby this weekend. Um, good. Like most people have, it's Six Nations weekend. Very popular. Yeah. It's kind of hard to get away from it. Yep, Everywhere. and then I watched. I went to the Chiefs as well. And it was super cold. Nice. Like minus twenty three. Yeah, according to my Snapchat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it was just cold. But yeah, nice weekend. What have you been up to? Yeah, lots. I went to Sidmouth yesterday, day before. Oh. No, yesterday, Saturday. Oh. Well, I got up in the morning, fancy something different. Thought, let's go to Sidmouth, and it was snowing. Snowing in Sidmouth. Yes, snowing in Sidmouth. So that was good. Yeah, when I went to that summer seaside town in Devon, East yeah. Devon, and it was snowing. But it is a seaside town full of the dying. Yes, it is. There's lots of old people there. Mainly old. But that's good because it made me feel young and youthful and <laughs> full of life. Full of life. It was nice actually. It's, it's a nice, nice place. It's well looked after. That's probably because there's so many old people. Yes, they pay good taxes. Exactly. And they demand that gets looked after. <laughs> exactly. Before we forget, welcome to Start of a Ten. He's George. He's Angus. Yes. About the snow. Yes. The as I drove to um, as I drove to watch I drove to a friend's house, Jacks, to watch the rugby. I went over Holden Hill, which is obviously oh, yeah. treacherously known for just getting slightly more snow than anywhere else. It does. I mean, we're talking to the point where there was a light covering, a light dusting that would register approximately. One to two millimetres of coverage. There was four accidents. Was there really? A van facing the wrong way. I didn't there see was that. Like, there was... People just lost their minds. People do, though. It's not it's hard. Nice. Just drive in the two clear tracks. Don't change lane at 70 mile an hour. Yeah. Don't suddenly brake. Leave a massive gap. Drive a little slower. I saw, a, I saw a Facebook message once it started snowing. Someone said, buy your bread and milk now. <coughs> Which made me laugh. Exactly. It's stupid. It just doesn't need to happen. Brilliant. Yeah, and that's and we've got that to... Well, I thought we were done with this, but it's February. And we're, we're <coughs> it's most likely to snow in February, though, I think. Is it? I think so. Is that a thing? I think so. In this country. Uh, statistically or... I think so. Meteorologically. Mm, don't know. Pardon me, sorry. It's alright, it's um, beer. Yes, yeah, speaking of beer. This week on Start of a Den. We have Tiski. Tiski. Tiski, 1629, Polish beer. Which we have had before. Yeah, a this very is long a time ago. It is a repeat. Polski Chimiel, Polska Dusa. I've definitely said that wrong. Translate it live, please. Polish beer. <laughs> <laughs> Ask a stupid question and get a stupid answer. <laughs> and I know you can't speak Polish. <laughs> it's nice. It's a five and a half percent uh lager basically, and it's really quite nice. 
If I had to eat one Maybe word, barley. if I had one word to describe it, I would just say simple. Yeah. Like it's really drinkable. It is drinkable. And it's five and a half. Worryingly simple. Uh, it's brewed for Asahai UK, which is a bit weird because Asahai is a Japanese beer. Oh, I don't get into who's brewing it for who. No, I just spotted it on the side. Okay. It's nice. It says, uh, do not drive. Yes, yeah, and there's a lady here who... Do not become pregnant. Do not become pregnant. Is that saying it won't make you pregnant? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and that it's... And you shouldn't plus. have 18 plus bottles. No, you shouldn't. Of it. That's <laughs> that would be a fatality. Too much tisky. Too much tisky. <laughs> <Too much tisky. laughs> Brilliant. And the beers are supported this week by... Once again... The official crisp of the pod. Yeah, the official... It, is, it has pretty much become the approved crisp it of the pod. basically is, yeah. The... Well, <coughs> I'm not even going to tell you what they are. You should know. Come on, everybody knows. You should know. Yeah, and... Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Another week rolls on of... Um, of the, the best, best crisps. crisps. And uh, alternative beer. <laughs> Which is actually interesting fact... George bought this beer last week. I did. But we had something else in that looked... What did we... Last week we had... Oh, uh... Oh, bugger, I can't remember. Oh, that craft beer stuff. Oh, the Guinness um, Hop House, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we had Hop we, House, we had yeah. Hop House. Hop house so we decided hmm. that we'd overrun and we kept the Tiski. Kept it for this week. In the Under the stairs. Yeah. Saving it for this week. week. So it's, oh, there's been a lot of build-up to the Tiski for me. It's yeah. good. It's nice. It's a good beer. It's good. Right, would you like to get started? Yeah, what is the start of the ten today? Well, uh, Love is in the Airs. It's Valentine's Week it on is, Tuesday. It is, yes. It's Valentine's I don't know, Tuesday. people have probably listened to it by then. Most people. Mm, yeah, well, If probably. you haven't listened to it, Love is still in the air. Yep. Hope you didn't mess up your Valentine's Day or whatever you were doing. Wow. Well, this guy... I hope you had a nice day on Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, I hope you had a nice day. A nice day. <laughs> it was, this comes with news from... This is from menshealth.com. Oh, God. But news comes that... um. A man has created a Tinder-like dating app where he's the only guy available. What? <laughs> really? Yes. What's it called? Um, I want to find it. Get is it this. available? Let me get to this. Um, if you ever use Tinder, you know the going to the odds are stacked against you. For starters, there's tons of dudes on Tinder. Not only that, but European scientists recently studied the behaviour of Tinder users, found that the majority of women really only swipe right for guys they're actually interested in, while men are much less picky and likely to casually swipe right. <laughs> as everybody knows that people have pretty much crashed the app, swiping right as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, right. <coughs> so if you're looking to Tinder to find a last second date for Valentine's Day, reminder, it's just not that far away. I'm not going to say how many days, because it's pointless. Because I won't be... It's <sighs> the 14th, isn't it, I think? <coughs> Yeah, so it was two days away. I think so. <coughs> um, yes, the app is called Shinder. Shinder. Shinder, yeah. Wow, that's it's the brilliant work of entrepreneur, author, product designer, motivational speaker, and all-round jokester, Shed Simuv. How is he spelling it? Is it available on the App Store? S-H-I-N-D-E-R. No, it's not. I imagine it might have been an, and- an Android one, because that might have been easier to get onto. Yeah, I looked on Android. That's one I couldn't find it. Oh, maybe. Shinder. I'll look for It's very close to Schindler, isn't it? Yeah, common maker of lifts, would you believe? Yeah. And and lists. Yeah, which always gets me because it's Schindler's Lift. Schindler's Lift. Schindler's Lift, Schindler's mm. List. It's, it's yeah, quite you, close. Yeah, you wonder, actually. I've not looked up the history. I wonder whether they're related anyway. Surely not. I 
Highly doubt it. I am going to say that I'm not going to research that because that is how we ended up having a conversation about nodules, banisters, and, <laughs> and spent seven minutes talking about staircases. So let's probably let's not move on. go on to lists. Just, just leave it on the note that Schindler's List is a really good film. Okay, I'll let you have that. Yeah, what, you would your, watch it. what would your score be? Oh, it's a nine. Who's starring in it? Um, well, there's a few people. Liam, Liam Neeson. I'm not even going to check. Liam Neeson. Because we know Ray he's right. Fiennes. And they're probably the only... Oh, and Ben Kingsley. Oh, yes. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley, the guy who looks exactly like the... Gandhi. Yeah, Gandhi. He does a very good job of... And he also looks amazingly like um, the... Is it the Palestine dude? Palestine dude? Um, Or the Israel... Is either Israeli or... Maybe he's dead now, but he looked... He was an absolute spitting image of the... um, what the the guy in charge? Who yes. Died last year. Yes. I don't know his name. It doesn't matter. Nobody else will. Anyway, know, so let's no. move on. But Schindler's List <laughs> is a really good film. Historical. It's sad, but it's a very good film. Yeah, Schindler is a brilliant work of entrepreneur, author, joke, product designer, and motivational speaker. All around jokes to shed some movie. He's also behind such stunts as a book called "What Every Man Thinks About Apart from Sex." Um, the kicker with this book is it's just two hundred blank pages. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> He's also had other top publications, such as Fifty Shades of Grey, spelled with an A-Y, which contains 200 blank pages, except they slowly go from light to a dark grey. Good. <coughs> and there's 50 pages. Yes. Well, there's six, um, 50 shades, and there's four pages per, so it does add up. It's a 200-page book. Oh, I see. Um, he's had many, many ideas, but many of them um, are just... Printing blank page, blank two hundred page books. That, they are not ideas, then, are they? That's yeah. But poor. people are buying them, and he's making loads I mean, yeah, of money. Yeah, he's he's great. Well, there's got to be one like things men know about women or something. Surely he's done that. <coughs> Obviously, you think so, wouldn't you? Um, <coughs> as pardon me. Oh, sorry, I've had my dinner, and this is a bad. Right, don't worry. I'm sat in this. I'm sat in one of these. What's the IKEA chair? The IKEA chair. Um, the standard one called. Uh, no. Oh crap! What's it called? Alm? No. Oh, bugger it. We need quicker fact-checking than this. There's going to be people there, like, I know the name. People shouting. Shouting it. The name of that Ikea, the Ikea the chair. The Ikea chair that everybody knows. I'm Googling it. I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. No, I'm not. Uh, miles away. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. What's that called? What is it called? Ah, uh, a poang. Poang. I'm sat here in my poang. <laughs> and, yeah, it's not good for digestion. <clears throat> they are comfy, though. Yeah, they're very comfortable. Yeah, very comfy. Um, Yes. The Schindler app, Schindler, the tagline is quality, not quantity. And, um, yeah, the 45-year-old Simovi's movie is using it to find love on Valentine's Day. Has he managed <laughs> it yet, or do we not know? He's already had 100 matches so far. 100? Mm. I can't believe 100 women have downloaded it. Well, they're not necessarily women, are they? Um, he said, now I'm a, big f- I'm a big fish in my own pond. <laughs> that was the quote he gave. <laughs> But some of his other ideas he's had. Let's look at some of his other ideas. Yeah, let's. Because so far he sounds like a lad. He's he's like a Guinness World Record. How to cure insomnia. To blank 200 page book. That would be a good way to cure um, insomnia. Yeah. A chopping board that's just a picture of Shakespeare. What? I don't really get that one. A spatula that's a count. So it's count spatula. That's quite funny. A whoopee cushion with Whoopi Goldberg on it. That's quite funny. Um, a doormat that says my pad on it. 
It's in my pad. Yeah, that's funny. I want Sergeant Pepper Mill, which is a Beatles Sergeant Pepper lookalike Pepper Mill. A Babe Magnet, which is just a magnet that says Babe on it. Um, oh, I see. He makes a lot of I once saw <coughs> low quality poor gifts. I saw a. Um, oh, here's a selection of products that you do not click if you're easily offended. This might be more our scene. <laughs> Keep calm and have a poo. Blue roll. Yeah, that's good. A watch that's a give a fuck ometer. That's quite quite good. <laughs> Does it um, always just stay at zero? A, a remote control helicopter that's just the word fuck. And it's the flying fuck. Great. Maybe they're, they're quite funny, but I mean, it's not exactly like... I saw a... It's um, not tearing down trees, is it, with his ideas? I once saw a sponge in the shape of Martin Luther King, and it was called Martin Luther King. Oh, Martin Luther King. I like that. See? Which I thought was quite funny. Yeah, so this... I don't really know how this is... So this guy is... So he does made, novelty gifts. He's made a career out of having lots of ideas. Great. Well, that's but good. Good that he can take them all to market and make money on them. And the thing is, he's successful because we're talking about <coughs> him. Yeah, we know we're who making he is. This, is. Who is he? Is he British? Is he American? Um, is he Indian? German? French? <coughs> it doesn't Belgian? really say. Spanish? Oxford? Yeah, he's just a British... British entrepreneur. He's a British entrepreneur. So, come on then. What is the best idea you've ever had for a product that you haven't taken to market? <coughs> which you probably should have, or at least patented before you said it on here. Um, it's really, um, it's very specific. And somebody, it's recently come out that somebody's done it, but wow. um, I should have done it at the time. Uh, it's a really boring one. It's a very cycling orientated thing. So either we cycling fans. Mountain listening? bikes get punctures, obviously. Yep. People like to run in like high end mountain bikes. People run tubeless tires, so they don't have inner tubes in yep. there, which means you like can run car. you can run slightly lower pressures. And by running lower pressures, the tire can deform as you yep. ride over routes, so you get more rubber on the ground, better grip. Yep. Uh, however, the flip side of this is that if your tire deforms, if it obviously bends too far, your rim makes contact with the ground, and there you go, you can damage your rim and hit it on rocks and mm -hmm. the like. Well. What the idea was is essentially a sausage of foam, perhaps like a foam that went hard on impact, mm -hmm. called uh, like the D3O foam or whatever, mm -hmm. that you just slot in the middle of the rim and it would sit slightly higher than the profile of the the rim yeah. so that you wouldn't be able to make contact. So you'd contact. have that crash barrier. So, it would be a, it, so as the <clears throat> tire yeah. went down, if it hit against the, it would hit the, the rubber that would go hard on impact before it hit the rim and you wouldn't damage your rim. Great idea. It was a great idea, but... How many years ago did you have that idea? <laughs> Five, six years ago. Oh. You, it would have made... It would have... In all seriousness, if I'd known how, and I had the where, uh, the like whereabouts and the investment to get it done, you probably Damn. would have... You would have been able to sell a few. It wouldn't have been my millions, but... So it someone's have, now done it. Yeah, loads of people have come up with a few ideas, and one was like... On the biggest, one of the biggest cycling websites, this week was the review of it. Wow. And it's good? Yeah, and it works. This guy's been using it for a year and he has like the race, World Cup race, and he hasn't had a puncher. So there you go. So yeah, Angus probably should have oh, uh, probably should have done that before. Maybe I shouldn't have brought that up. No, which is interesting, isn't it? 
but it, to me, it gives me a lot of self-satisfaction knowing that my idea would have been That's really true. good. That's true. <laughs> knowing that it went to market successfully and <laughs> but sadly, successful. But sadly, I'm seeing none of this. <laughs> but then also it's quite difficult because uh, it, as like 18-year-old me coming up with ideas feels slightly different than if, some, if like 23, like 23, mi- somebody of mid-20s comes yeah. up with an idea has probably has a better chance of it happening yeah so if you come up with another idea now yeah you're gonna I've run got a few it. ideas and i'm not gonna say anything you're gonna have to run with them then yeah probably do it mate do it i've never had a good idea <clears throat> well i'm I working probably on have. something at the moment Ooh, I'm, oh I'm, sh- that's it i'm working Enough on something but I i'm Enough clearly i'm not gonna talk about Enough it of that. keep yeah. it to yourself hmm. i probably have had ideas but i've forgotten them this happens to me a lot i think of something good and then i forget about it <clears throat> was it good then <clears throat> yes but I think of like I don't know story ideas or like a film idea or something or uh, something that will really help make a make you know a good gadget or whatever and I just they just go in and then they fall out and I forget about them. It's so difficult though to um to make to get that first step to get the ball rolling on it. There must be if well, there was it's a about place investment, isn't it? You've got to you've got to perfect your product in your head and in design. Mm. As much as you can, and then you take it to, well, oh, sorry, Kickstarter nowadays. Yeah, but I think what we need is we need somewhere to put ideas because some people just have lots of good ideas. There is, there are places where you can submit but ideas and they will make them for you. Yeah, and you'll see. A I don't want to see something before that. I would just want somewhere where I can take my ideas with still. If it's your idea, it's your. It's your. The problem is, it all becomes. Because it's a dog eat dog world, it's all about money and who owns what from straight from the off. Which is why if I if somebody says something that is actually innovative, unless they've got permission, unless they've owned the rights to it and say that they've done it before somebody else and got the someone else to do got it. a worldwide patent on it, somebody else does it and they own the money and you never see anything yeah, of it. Yeah. So you can't in my lovely world where everybody's kind and friendly, <laughs> I'll have a message board where you can go, well, I've got these great ideas, but I don't really know I need how to a, go with I need with a mechanical them. engineer to give me a hand. Yeah, but I don't really know where to go with them now on. Would you like to... But what you'd have to do is almost anonymously buy in on ideas and no idiot in the world is going to anonymously buy in on something no, they don't know. Of course they're not. So my You've idea is fatally flawed. You've got to invest in your own product. Yeah, it's not If you believe in it enough, then you invest and you take but it how forward. many people do you find on like Dragon's Den or whatever who do... <laughs> who? No, it's not that they don't believe... Or they do believe in their product and they've got the money to do it and they believe in what they're doing a lot, but they just physically don't know how. Yeah, that's true. They just don't know where to go. With the internet now, like, you can find anything out online. You could do it all. You could do the legwork and work it all out. It'd take you years, but you could do it. (sighs) Definitely, you can find Chinese manufacturers yourself. Yeah, you can do that. You can get... That doesn't take... That's not... That's easy. So once you know how to make it, you get some factory in China to make it for you. Bob, your uncle. Run you up some samples. Yeah. Throw some money free at sample. it. Free <laughs> sample. Nothing, nothing in this world is free. <laughs> they wouldn't be free samples. You do, You'd you have to pay for them. Yeah, true. You pay for them <clears> in the end. And then also, then I can imagine that you come through, you come up with these good ideas and then you get to that point where you've got to send your money off to China. <laughs> and you're like... You're sending 10 grand to China. Yeah, you're suddenly sending... You've suddenly got a PayPal... You've got to send as a PayPal gift <laughs> like 850 quid to Wiling Yao. <laughs> and then he's just going to send back your Wiling products in to an unmarked brown box. And you're all of a sudden, is this such a good idea? 
because there's no it's no there's no refunds on getting prototypes made i imagine from china probably not <laughs> yeah you just got to do it mate you got to you got to take that idea and go for it if if people didn't go for it with things then we wouldn't have stuff would we it just takes a certain kind of person and then there's other kind of people. I and mean, the problem is you need you almost need like a conglomerate. You need to form like a conglomerate to make ideas happen. Some people have lots of ideas. Some people can just sell anything. Yeah. Some people were good salesmen. at some people it doesn't matter what it is, they could designers. If, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you can be you can be a great ideas man, but a terrible yeah. designer. And not no yeah, but if you but, but there's if you a can designer, describe it to a designer and a designer designs it, then Yeah. Go and coming up with the idea is half is the hardest thing. I swear. Yeah, and also I I hate finding nothing annoys me more than having to do something twice or having something really everything I look at in the world I look at it and go how does that work yeah. why does that oh, work yeah. Yeah, so too. everything I look at it I see with a how could I make it better I yeah and even when I look at things with a how do I make it better I I don't just suddenly see ideas and no, things and yeah not just but I out but I not more than once I've seen I've thought about things and thought. Can open, I don't know, can opener, for example. Perfect. Don't need to change it. It opens a can. It does what it says on the tin. It's perfect. Six months later or a year later, a new product will come out, a new type of can opener, and you think, damn, that's a good idea. Yeah, that was better. That, that has was just better than anything I thought I could have done. That has improved the product. And there's things that you don't think need improving but do. Mm. So it's about getting your... Think about well, then right. also you become... Or maybe just looking in the worldwide ga- home gadget is like the wrong. Yeah, probably the wrong way to go. Like yeah. staring at here, there's I can see some drawers that if there was some way I could get a retrofitable soft door closer. You can for drawers. They exist exactly like they that exist. kind of thing. They go, but they but those drawers exist. would need runners. Yeah, they're on runners. Don't worry. Oh, they are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Fair enough. Yeah, but those kind of things. I, I see things and then I just be like, oh, that's cool. I like the holes rather than the... Doesn't work in an audio format, George. Oh. Here he's pointing at a drawer that has holes in the front of it instead of... Um, it has holes, so you put your fingers in it and put yeah, it rather of than a, hand- a little handle, which actually is quite a good way of approaching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's chest of drawer talk. Chest, chest, chest of drawers. Chest of drawers. Chest of drawers. That's classic. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen? Gone on like Twitter. A friend of mine. Um, they were actually they came on our um, podcast. Um, they were they were in there. Joe and Andy have yeah, a real yeah. thing for going on Twitter and seeing people who just search for like Chester drawers <laughs> or um, like mis mispronounced yeah, mis- and misspelled yeah, phrases. Misspelled misspelt of common pronunciations oh, almost yeah chester like drawers bone apple teeth bone apple teeth that's the classic um, love the smell of her cologne but instead colon <laughs> I, I love the smell of her colon on my shirt um just so many oh i love it i love that the, stuff. just the great. internet is just glorious i've had some moments this week of pictures i've seen that have been just like absolute glorious moments where you're like the in- this is as good as the internet is the ever internet gonna get is- um, a print screen I've got here. Um, this is from Britain's first, Britain first, the Spain, like a, so. Britain first, Spain. So this is a Spanish wing of Britain first. Would you believe? Well, it's because there's so many Brits in Spain. Yeah, expats, right? <laughs> <laughs> Please, everyone, pray for one of BF Spain's soldiers, Chris, who has smashed his foot up and is in plaster. Somebody's messaged them saying, "Was the Spanish medical system good?" 
Right? The response was, very good. Much better than in Britain because it's not all being used up by immigrants like in Britain. Hashtag, full capitals, time to do the Brexit. What, immigrants like you? The irony is just glorious. And you're like, <laughs> what? the internet is just amazing. He was at the, uh, That's amazing. Uh, they are immigrants. What? I know, you, you, just, you can't... Can't get the, uh, this. Was, I think it was on a Newsbeat Facebook post. I saw yeah. this was somebody talking about um, Danny Dyer becoming the doc, new Doctor Who, right? <laughs> <laughs> and there was a comment on this saying Doctor Who is for paedophiles. And then somebody just gone to war what? with this guy afterwards. Look, Mum, I found a dickhead. And then <laughs> the response was that was some another bloke. Look, Mum, I found a paedophile. Like they're just teeing off on each other. Jesus I don't get Christ. why do people do this on. Social media, go on to places like, well, you've never met a bloke. It's like Steve from Bromley. Why are you going to go and pick a fight with him? They are, sometimes they're funny, but sometimes they're not. That The the best one is that five out of seven guy. Yes. That is Classic. the best thing in the world. Because you all have those friends that aren't really friends, but they're on, you're on your Facebook. Somebody who you knew in who just, school. Just say stupid things all the time. All the time. And you get to that point where you want to intervene, but you don't because you're a civilised human being. There was a, there's a guy, I don't know their names, I can't remember, mm. <clears throat> but there was a guy who, some, it was basically he said um, that one of the films he'd seen was 5 out of 7. And this guy commented, he's like, why is 5 out of 7? <laughs> and he's like, oh, it was great, I loved it, I give it top marks. And it's just like, 5 out of 7 isn't top. <laughs> it, it, I'll find it now. Fight Club, 5 out of 7 movies. Yeah. 5 out of 7 movie. Five out of seven. I must say that's a grading scale like no other I've seen before. And then he goes, and he just keep, kicks off back at the guy. Shut up, Rob. I like the movie. I thought it was dark and mysterious. Almost as good as The Dark Knight. Spelt wrong. He spelt knight with just an N. Classic. <clears throat> yes, I don't think I'll soon forget The Dark Knight. The masterful <laughs> masterful superhero film by Nistafa Colon. <laughs> he, this guy's just trolling him. <laughs> what the hell is that supposed to mean? Whatever, I don't care. The point is, I like Fight Club and I would have given it a perfect score. Sullivan's Theorem. <laughs> in film reviewing situations, the interpreter, the, the integer 5 is roughly equivalent to the integer 7. Note, this is not applicable in any other scenario. <laughs> and then, basically, he just goes on every of his Facebook statuses and just rips and just some of them are, picks it incorrectly. Some of them are so annoying and they're the exact... Exactly the same as we've all seen on Facebook. Situation where you just want to get involved and just uh, troll the guy. Then, uh, I can't. Yeah, there's Some there's so many, and then it became basically a famous cult internet yeah, thing the, the where five, people. It's almost a meme where five out of seven is the best score you can give something. Yeah, well, it is. Five out of seven is perfect. Yeah, if, I had to rate, is. if I had to rate this podcast, I'd give it five out of seven. So I would give it five out of seven. So if you fancy a bit of light entertainment, a ten minute break from work, Google five out of seven, <laughs> and you will see some hilarity. He's called, he's called Brendan. Brendan. <laughs> Brendan scores a perfect five out of seven on this one. <laughs> it's great. Oh. But you do see, especially with stuff like um, some of the things Britain First post, you just want to get involved, but you just don't because you just can't be bothered. I used to have a t- I went through a time where I used to, I used to enjoy shooting fish in a barrel, let's put it that way. And there was a Facebook group I was part of that was full of just idiots, <laughs> right? And it was just, e- it was easy pickings. Yeah. So what I would do is I'd turn off my notifications 
and then like the touch paper and then walk off and then come back <laughs> and come back in a Just while. Just see what happened. I, I didn't realise that... Um, I didn't realise at the time that, you know, you, most people probably don't. On Facebook, on Facebook, you have like a second inbox, like a messenger yeah, yeah, to people who aren't your friend. Yeah, like a hidden inbox. Like a hidden inbox. Well, there was somebody who was like, oh, have you checked your hidden inbox? I was like, what? You go and check the hidden inbox. I had, I think it was about 60 people telling me that I was going to die and wishing me... Wishing me, wishing bad upon me, saying that I was going to hell. What group were you a member of? I don't think I need to. I don't think I need to go any oh, okay, further fine. of why, of where this was. But um, yeah, it was quite fun. But I would equivalent it to shooting fish in a barrel with a sh- with yeah. a shotgun. You do. It was quite it agricultural. Often. I just it just annoys me when people don't look something up before talking about it. It's like someone will write a really long post where they've given their opinion mm. on something and you know they haven't even looked up the facts. So they'll support, say, a, a clip from a news story and they haven't even read the story. They just give their opinion. Yeah, or they just read it's the just headline like, and then tee off on it. Oh. Yeah, you got to read. You gotta f- Commit yeah. the time. The classic one now is Vice magazine. Vice, the Vice comment section became such a cesspit that they actually turned off commenting on their articles. Yeah, they lots got of rid of. Do. They got rid of comments. The only place you can comment is on Facebook now. Lots of people do it on um, YouTube, don't they? Like Trump's inauguration and stuff. They just comments off. Yeah, because we just, they just don't want people to. Yeah, it's just not worth the. Not worth the faff. It's not worth the faff, and what inevitably somebody's going to say something wrong, or it's exactly. just. If any, arguably, they're almost doing people a favor because the other the other argument is it's just. Free, everyone's like, oh, it's free speech. Well, it is and it is. Well, there's a difference between free speech and hate. Yeah, there's a difference between free speech and hate. And hate speech is something yeah. entirely different. And or discrimination. Yeah, and saying things that yeah, saying things that are a huge difference, abusive and cause harm to other people. And yeah, you can't just put that under the banner yeah, of exactly. free speech. Exactly. So um, and you can still be arrested and sent to jail for saying things on Facebook. Yeah, and Twitter and yeah, you hear it all the time of people saying things. Yeah. Well, remember the London riots in 2011 or whenever it was. I yeah. can't remember when it was. The big London riots. People who hadn't committed crime, actual crimes, but who had talked about doing it on social media were sentenced to jail terms. And it was a huge thing because they were saying that they they are doing it and they will do it. If you say, oh, let's go rob that. Okay, yeah, I'll see you at that store at X and we'll rob it and we'll steal the TVs, blah, 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 blah. That's a, cr- that's a crime and you will be sent to jail. And also, should we? I know what we'll do this week. We'll test and see quite how closely GCHQ are actually watching us. Okay, good idea. Let's, if we spend the whole week yeah. seeing if we're going to plot to... Rob a shop. Yeah. Next Saturday. See if we get arrested. If this is the last ever pod, you know why? Then we know that GCHQ's listening in on our text conversations is better than we thought. Yeah, I think they do. I've, I am. I am. I've, I don't know if I've said it on the pod before, but I am ninety nine percent sure Facebook listens to conversations. And yeah, and then on your on your phone, yeah. and then advertises accordingly. Because mm. three times now this has happened. Three times mm. something's happened. First time, an ad for BrewDog. Second time was uh, an ad for going on a trip to Canada. I'd spoken to my girlfriend about going to Canada. Mm. First time we had ever spoken about going to Canada. I go to the bathroom, scroll through Facebook, as you do, ad, visit Canada. I'd never even Googled visiting Canada before. Like, come on. 
And then yesterday, this is the, the third time it happened, I was talking to, to Jazz, girlfriend, about... Um, we, oh, it was, it was this morning. We were listening to... Uh, Fleetwood Mac, uh, Fleetwood Mac, I think it's song, and it was the one that they used in the three advert a couple of years ago with the pony. Do you remember yes. the, the pony ad? Yes, it was. I don't know. That was Fleetwood Mac. It was someone else, maybe. Uh, it was Fleetwood Mac, I think. Fleetwood, yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Mm. That track, right? And we were talking about that because it was on, and we were talking. We go, oh, what was that advert with the the that's this song? Was it Cabrino? I can't remember what it was. Anyway, go to the bathroom, scrolling through Facebook, this a video feed thing. Brings up this this ad, right? What the actual ad? The ad, the actual ad came up in been out the recommended videos. For yeah, like come on, why? It's not even like an ad they're advertising anymore, but it came up in the recommended videos. Yeah, that's a bit weird because the three pony, ad. the three pony, two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, this song. <coughs> That one. Yeah, why Why were you thinking of... Well, we were listening to the song. The song came up on a playlist. Okay. And, and then you were... Then you were we were talking about the ad. We couldn't remember what ad it was. Reminiscing back to the moonwalking shed. Then it came up on recommended videos. Like, come on. That is a bit of a... Maybe that was a coincidence. Maybe. But the other two, no way. So, yeah. Be aware. And what's Junior's worse? I've checked and Facebook doesn't have permission to use my microphone. That was going to be my next line of inquiry. Yeah, I checked. Facebook does not have permission. No, neither does Messenger. Or my camera. Messenger's not even allowed to use my camera. Is that because you've covered yourself to stop this happening before? Well, I don't know, but it just isn't. I've checked. Because my... My phone always asks permission for apps to use hardware. It'll always ask permission. Yeah, I had that. I heard, I did see that when the set of permissions that Facebook was asking for were, was a, were a little bit... Suspicious. ...overzealous of yeah. the, some of the things they wanted. Yeah. That they, they, they were trying to get hold of things that you didn't really need. I can... Um I don't know if it's uh, if you can do it with iPhone, but on Android you can each app you can turn off individual permissions. Yeah, you definitely can't do that on. Yeah, so I can deny an app access to SMS and stuff like that. It's pretty good. Yeah, they. I mean, it, it, that's the easiest way. It's the easiest thing in the world to do, isn't it? Of have an app that just harvests and farms. Data. information and harvest yeah. and farms of data and yeah. I, I think nowadays you must probably have to prove why you need it because they do vet apps a bit more yeah they do than back in the day of like yeah, do you remember that bloke who um made that app that was called make me a millionaire yeah <laughs> and it was just a one dollar app or whatever a 99 cents app and it did nothing really and you bought into it knowing full well that it didn't really do anything that's right and it just gave him a dollar. And it dollar gave him time. a dollar. And almost like he was just crowdfunding himself. Uh, yeah. I don't know, just a bit of a witty investment, to be honest. I think it worked, though. It did. And then they took it down because. Well, there was. was he they this? took it down and then they were trying to say that it was um, false advertising. But it was, if anything, the least false he advertising. Wasn't providing because he wasn't providing a service. And he was deadly straight up that he was providing no there service. There was a guy. Well, there was someone else who did an app that was like a cost nine hundred ninety nine thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. And you could buy it. It was like the Millionaire Club or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he did sell 
some, but again, they took it down, <coughs> and I think they refunded the amounts. <coughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I doubt the App Store or Play Store would have missed those size transactions <laughs> going through. They'd yeah. probably be like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no. I imagine that. Yeah, they're um. <laughs> you, they probably have a limit on the cost of apps now. Isn't <coughs> yeah, probably. Well, they, they surely when it, when stuff gets approved, like as it gets checked, they must have to. You could do. It. You could just do an app that was free and that was called the the club or something. And you go in, and depending on how rich you are, you buy like awards. What was an in-app? You buy like awards, like I have ten dollars, and then that costs ten dollars. Or I'm a millionaire, and you have like an, a millionaire one, and that costs a million dollars. You yeah. That. People would definitely buy into that. <laughs> you said you don't have ideas. <laughs> You've just given out a really well. Good there you idea. go. We could be millionaires in a couple of weeks. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it weird though that people it's make got to be apps, a breach of yeah people some apps. Rule. You can earn a lot of money from, and then you lose can money. You can do it a really multi-millionaire yeah, in really in really quick, really short periods of time. Yeah, or well, look at Flappy Bird guy. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. And you can like a terrible app, and it, but almost, it went viral. It's, and it's interesting, right? This almost comes back to what we're going to say, and it doesn't necessarily. Oh, I was another news story I thought about using. And the wealth doesn't always land on people who want, who can no, deal doesn't. with it or want yeah. it. So just because you come up with a good idea for an app that all of a sudden goes boom, aka the Flappy Bird guy who didn't want to have his he life ruined, cut it off, didn't he? He cut Took it, it off. off the store. Yeah, because it was making too much money. Too for much him. cash. Well, he could have always just taken the ads off it and just made it into a non-profit or given the money to charity. Yeah, he, he, there's loads of things he could have done. There must have been something we didn't know. Well, then this is a bit like this one here. But this was another news story that didn't quite make my cut, but I do quite like it. Yeah. Britain's youngest Euro Millions winner planning to sue the lottery bosses for ruining her life. What? How did they ruin her life? <sighs> I thought it would make my. I thought it would make it ten times better, but it's made my life ten times. Oh, worse. what the money? I wish I had no money most days. Right? What? She's a Scottish woman. Hang on, but she's suing them. Yes. Yeah, so what all for the, money? Well, then, yeah. This is why. This is why I thought it was a glorious irony, and it had Star of a Ten written all over it. So all she was doing. What? So all the only thing that could come out of this was giving her more money, therefore making her, in her eyes, more unhappy. Because then it would... <laughs> what? It's, it becomes amazing, doesn't it? Because then... Apparently, Surely a judge would just throw that out of court. <laughs> she become bo- she, Apparently she says she's become bored of relentless consumption what? and felt like it failed. How much did she win? And it felt like it failed, offered, it failed to offer the long-term genuine happiness that winning the lottery is thought to bring. What? But it's not. It's thought to just bring you money. <laughs> Why don't she just give it all away? Um, Stupid woman. She's 17 years old and she won £1 million. She owns two. She won a million quid. She won, and she's she won a million quid. Yeah, but she's in Scotland. She's already bought two houses. Well, she's just bought half of Scotland. Yeah, yeah. she has. <laughs> Remember, her money goes significantly further away. Further <laughs> goes a lot further. Um. Uh. Yeah. It's just mad. People look That's at her and think, "I wish I had her lifestyle. I wish I had her money." But they don't realise the extent of my stress. So, actually, in all reality, she just needs to see a psychologist, and she'd be fine. <laughs> She's arguing that you should be 18 should be the minimum age of winning the lottery and that 16 is far too young. But obviously two years is obviously just enough. But she played the game knowing how much she could win. Exactly. So Imagine if she won. Okay, yeah, fine. Imagine if she won 101 million like Dave Dawes. Yeah, exactly. Do you reckon Dave's moaning and trying to sue them? No, I don't think he is. 
And then I was I was a story I read about these this couple that won, right? They won like 60 something million on mm. a euro. And what National Lottery does is they send a social worker type person to you. Oh god, they won't they do, they won't they let just you give stuff you it up. No, they no. give you a person, they give you a caseworker and they work with you. Yeah, they that's ask why you I was spend it on blah, blah blah. Anyway, so this this couple, right? They had already planned a holiday the following week, the week after the mm. week, and they also had a boiler man coming the following the following day, mm. and the guy coming to fix the boiler. So um, yeah, they won the lottery, and then the next day they're like, "Oh yeah, we're not we're not going to spend it. Yeah, don't we don't need to worry about it. We've got a holiday book, so we're going to take that. We'll deal first. with it when we come back off the holiday. Yeah, we'll come back off holiday, and then we'll think about it. And that's the way you deal with a holiday, a lottery win. You just you have to <coughs> just be chill about it. Yeah, because not you get, go and spend here. on Ferraris and cocaine. Yeah, you get a dedicated winners advisor. Yeah, there you go. And you, and then they arrange they help arrange private banking and sort right. through the publicity if that's a problem. Yeah. And then they also sort they help you with investments and give you ideas suggested because obviously they try and help you spend it. In they a way. try and help you spend it in a way that is yeah. um going to prolong your wealth probably. and not destroy your person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I really want to know what this stupid seventeen-year-old has actually done because she's bought two. She, by the sounds of it, she's done it all right to be honest. She's bought two houses and she still has an eight-pound an hour job. Well, then what's the problem? What's the problem? What's the what's the problem? <laughs> I I don't. No, she won. Oh, her jackpot was one point eight seven five. So it's nearly two million. Nearly quid. two mil. Oh no! Oh, this is a different girl. Callie Rogers, 16, was earning £3.60 an hour when she won a National Lottery jackpot worth £1.875 million in 2003. She struggled to adjust to her newfound wealth. She went on a spending spree and is reported to have tried to kill herself. God, these poor people. Different persons. Arguably, I think this is probably why Camelot, the lottery people, have to try and do a lot more to... Well, there's lots of people who have killed themselves after winning lots of money. They Mm. have, because they're just, well, drugs and suicide and yeah but you could always as you said you could always just get rid of all the money i know you probably get in too deep though <coughs> don't you probably just get in too deep with consumption yeah not the disease <laughs> <laughs> it's tb but, in it i think it yeah, i think it is yeah <laughs> but um <laughs> you win the yeah. lottery and you just get tb <laughs> it's the no. price you have to pay. <laughs> it's the price, um, price you pay for two million quid. <laughs> Would you like two million for TB? I take no. two. I take. I take two million quid to get TB. Really? Yeah. I suppose modern medicine. Modern medicines are wonderful. <laughs> I, t- I take my chances on that. But like, it's like the old, the old stand, the old classic, isn't it? No matter if you get a pay rise. For the next two months, like oh, you've got a little bit of money left over. Three months in after having a three months in after having a pay rise, you you just spend up. You just consume up to what yeah, you have. I know you do. You you wind up in you the same adjust, situation. You wind up in the yeah, same situation. You, you, Not you where you've do. got no money, but you you wind up. You always spend what you've got. It's like yeah, yeah. you have to be goes. really strict with the way that you save and the way you spend. But then, if somebody suddenly landed all that money on you, yeah, like, but two million, you just. That's, I don't think that's enough for it to ruin your life. Not yeah, two nowadays. Million would just, two million would just set you up quite nicely, yeah, wouldn't you'd, it? Yeah, you'd, you'd buy a house or buy two houses, one here and one somewhere else, if you were so inclined. Mm. You'd buy a couple of cars and maybe some stuff for your family, like a couple of, you know, maybe buy replace your parents' cars or whatever, whatever they, was needed. Mm. And you'd go on holidays and then you'd bank the rest and just live yeah, off a wage. You'd, yeah, and, and you'd give you'd yourself a wage. And then you'd get a volunteer job or just some, did something you enjoyed. Yeah, or just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, but I don't think that's enough money to even... I don't think that's enough money to do the just do something you enjoy thing. 
I don't think that would be enough money. I think you could well, just... Well, yeah, but if you've not got a house to buy, then it doesn't yeah, matter, does let's it? Let's face it, if you won two million quid, you could happily chew through 1.5 million quid buying a house. Yeah, but right? then but you'd never then, have to pay for a mortgage. Yeah, yeah, but if you chewed, if you did two houses and chewed through 1.5 million... Yeah. Like two houses with it. So a million pounds... you have half a million 000, left. Half a million left that you just banked for your retirement True. and just got on business as usual. Yeah, you would. Knowing that you had very low cost to pay on a very nice house. And when you want to move, you could sell up your million pound house. Yeah, it's true. Chill. That would be the way to do it. There you go. Yeah, There's our consumer on. advice for the week. Consumer advice for the week. Win two million quid and invest it in probably property and just don't and be don't a dick. Be a n- <laughs> don't be a numpty <laughs> and just keep your normal job or sack it in and get a job. Yeah, well, just do something. Yeah, something a bit more chill. Do something that's not going to cause you, that's not going to stress you out, but keeps you happy. There you go. And, and more of more of a story that I just keep coming back to on lots of things. Just don't be a dick. If you just. Good life advice. Yeah, just, just don't, don't be a dick. Just don't. It's happy. It makes everybody happy. You're not gonna. You'll be happier knowing that you're doing good things to other people. Other people be happy that you're not being a dick. Brilliant. It was a win all round. I've no, nothing to comment on that. That concludes the personal messages. We continue with music. There you go. Ending so, on yeah. true consumer advice. There. Consumer advice. Wow, quite a journey. We went from a Valentine's Day special of the man creating his own Tinder, Steve Schinder. Schinder. Schinder, where you can only like him. So, yeah, probably I wouldn't bother going on that. No, me neither. We sort of spoiled the punchline. Um, then, oh, where did we go from that? Ideas. Having ideas. And then we went to... Yeah, then we talked about... Oh, we spent a while on that, didn't we? we yeah, we, that covered a long... That's not very broad. Then we somehow got to the winning money. Oh, the guy on the internet. Oh, we did apps. Apps. People coming into wealth really quickly. And then we ended up at the lottery. Yeah. Which ironically is something that I thought we might have started with. Well, there you go. And then we finished on some blinding consumer advice on how not to wreck your life. Yeah, it's just more from our, you know, life coaching series. So maybe, you know, we might cut all these snippets out and create a little life coach series. Yeah, it's I'm great. It's great advice. So why wouldn't we? Yeah, definitely. I think maybe we should open like a... Maybe we should have a sequence, a string of podcasts. Maybe we should. A life advice one. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. A money, a money Five advice. Five minutes a week. A money financial advice. advice. How to spend your millions. <coughs> How to spend... From two guys who <laughs> have no idea. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's a funny idea. <coughs> oh, yeah. great. Right, so you up to anything good this week? Yeah, work. Yeah, just the usual. Yeah, usual. Nothing exciting. You? Same old, same old, just ticking on by. Good, that's good. Yeah, getting by, and then, um, yeah, that's all That's all we got, really. Cool. So, yeah, um, he's been George. He's been Angus. This has been Start of a Ten. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, get us on Twitter. So, I didn't, we didn't have a poll for We've, yeah, the news story this forgot. week, because I was at the rugby. I've been tied up. If we... Not literally tied up. Not well, maybe, maybe. Save it for Tuesday. <laughs> Um, if Jesus. we if we said anything wrong or made mistakes, tweet us. Oh yeah, we like being um, we love being corrected. Yeah, it I, makes us better. It was nice to get a bit of fan mail last week. Talk about the school bus. It was yeah. yeah we got some reminiscing. People, we got a few people reminiscing back to the old days of yeah. We love a bit of old days of school. Love a good chat was. on Twitter. Yeah, I, I'm I'm bad. I'll just reply any time of day or night. <laughs> Could so. be two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'll literally drop whatever I'm doing in replies. There you go. An offer you can't turn down. Great. Right, thanks guys. Catch you next week. Bye. There we go then. There we go. I haven't drunk much beer. I I haven't either. Got like two thirds to go. 
I got crisps. Bet I can as beat well. you to finish it. Probably. Go on. No, I'm not wasting a good beer. You're not going to neck it. No. Pussy. It takes thousands of hours to become an astronaut, right, Nina? Oh, I'm not an astronaut. I'm a design consultant at the Container Store. But you explore space. I help you find space with our Alpha Closet systems. And you're an expert. Pretty good at it. And you use satellites to communicate. I'm doing more virtual in-home closet designs, but I wouldn't say... We salute you, astronaut Nina, for helping us find space. You're welcome. The Alpha sales bonus is here. Earn up to $500 in credit now through February 7th at the Container Store, where space comes from. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online, so any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore, so we're calling for a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com.